Hello, Michelle here. Welcome back. I think it's really important before moving forward to day one that we just cover a place of dance and a little bit about it so that you can get the most out of this experience and journey. This is an experiential text in which time and space are integral. The goal is that you think and you move. Each chapter short with time to do both. Through our words, we hope you will find deeper connection to your own creativity, engaging whole body learning while honoring the historical lineage of embodied artists who have investigated dancing and dance making before you. The 31 days in this book lead you through multiple processes of dancing, moving, making, collaborating, and living a life. And in this way, the structure is applicable to students studying creative process, technique, composition, and choreography, improvisation, and performance, and somatic practices, including health, healing, and environmental dimensions. So each day or chapter offers information based on scientific research and experiential views. So there's a lot to know about dancing. It's a lifetime of investigation. The to-do sections in each chapter have three themes a somatic practice, a dance exploration, and a writing prompt. If you engage in all three, which I hope you do, and that's why we're here, by the end of this journey, you'll have refined embodied awareness, created a dance for personal pleasure or performance, and filled a writing journal, clarifying personal voice and artistic aesthetic. The studio notes are drawn from workshops, classes, and lectures by a variety of artists, and I've always been interested in how dancers use language to evoke an experience, create a learning environment, or point to the mystery of art making. These handwritten notes are about catching direct lines from the artist educators themselves. It's how I learn not transcribing every word or the full progression of thought, but collecting kernels to provoke inspiration and evoke investigation. Due to the nature of perception, these kernels inherently blend my ways of interpreting what I hear with a specific intent of the artist. You will see that as a teacher, I tell stories. Sometimes they are the most efficient way to communicate complex ideas by synthesizing multiple layers into a cohesive whole. Emotions are evoked as, as essential links to engagement. An anecdote is the shortest story you can tell with a beginning, a middle, and an end. It's the story you tell over and over to help you understand something until it's honed down. Hearing and reading stories encourages you to remember and tell your own, connecting memory and imagination to amplify the present. Somatic investigations invite the body's intelligence you are your own laboratory and teacher. The experiential exercises may seem opaque, but let yourself explore. Engage the theater of your imagination and allow the words to be a sound score. You can read through the whole exercise, record yourself reading, or partner with a friend. Or you can enter the experience simply by moving and then noticing and reflecting on what happens. There is absolutely no right or wrong way to begin. Mind affects movement, movement affects mind, so allow your curiosity to be your guide. Photographs are partners to dance, outliving the life of performance. Some are works of art in their own right, both documenting and transcending the specificity of the moment. 
A good image does much to make a page of writing come to life by coupling the, the visual imprint of a moment with the ephemeral art form of dance and allowing repeated viewing. As far as I know, everyone engaged in the studio notes, photographs, and anecdotes have been consulted, participated in editing, and said yes to their views as included. Sharing material reflects the generous nature of the arts, ideas, exercise, favorite quotes, and images to inspire or pass from one to another, sometimes losing the source. In this era, we are fortunate to have available many trainings, techniques, somatic practices, and spiritual modes of inquiry. One of the challenges is choosing what's useful to your development at this time and committing to a practice. Dancing plays many roles in one's life. Choosing what training pathways will enhance personal growth invites discernment and authenticity, a willingness to listen to your deepest longing. Learning is not a linear progression like dancing and dance making. It can be fun or irritating or both simultaneously. Bringing anything complex towards a unified view through the matrix of your own body, life, or pen is challenging. You will find that there's room for error, but also for discovery. What you will need. Find a studio. And I don't mean just a studio like a gym or a fitness center, but a studio within your home. Identify the studio for consistent movement inquiry. Sweep the floor, remove unnecessary objects, establish a level of privacy so you can investigate without inhibition. The studio doesn't have to be perfect, but it requires attention. You are developing a relationship to yourself, your work, and the space that will support this process. Developing a robust studio practice informs your investigation and inspires a high-impact dancing. Choose a writing journal. Engage writing as an exploration. Consider narrative as a form of movement in time and space. Throughout this book, a progression of writing prompts encourage capacious themes large enough to take anything you can throw at them. Put your pen to the page or fingers to the keypad and start writing. The suggested time length is for spontaneous writing. If you find a rich vein, write for as long as it takes. Choose a simple field journal, easy to carry with you and not too precious. Write freely, waste pages, and risk discovering something new. Dedicate time. Show up. Consistent studio practice and journaling require a clear intention to value creativity in your life. And you can move through the 31 days or chapters at your very own speed or give yourself a month to explore the whole. And so I want to tell you that through all of these words, that the first and most important thing that we do at Yoga Faith Dance and Embodiment is Christ-centered. So placing him at the center of all that you do, sitting with him, allowing those times of journal or stillness and just prayer and meditation and being able to move freely. You will find a list in your resources of all the scriptures that have to do with dance and embodiment and somatic movement going within. It was his original design and plan long before we even knew what dance was in our Western world. So again, I thank you for being here. I'm so excited for you to move freely, for you to investigate that interior landscape and show it as evidence on the exterior, moving freely in him. What Sykes Axe says, 
that we live and we move and we breathe and we have our being. Be blessed. I can't wait to see you next time.